When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply couple of minutes away from the end of the game at uh, Sky Stadium between the Wellington Phoenix uh, Liberty A-League team and Canberra United and Wellington Phoenix are 5-0 to the good. David Choate, our former All-White, is with us. He's part of our commentary call team. We're going to call the men's team against Central Coast at 3 o'clock. Uh, Choate, this is a, a great turn-up for Natalie Lawrence and her side. Yeah, unbelievable. Um, they've struggled to get goals all season. They've been... Uh really sort of uh, cellar dwellers for the the bulk of it. But five goals today, sitting in stadium watching them score goals freely. Not a common sight if you're a Wellington Phoenix women's fan. But they've got five against Canberra. I think they had three all season up till today. So they've uh, done their goal difference wonders. Yeah, they have done, mate. They have done a bit of a, maybe a bit of a master stroke one I didn't see coming. She's so often the engine room in front of the defence. But uh, Betsy Hassett's been employed up front and scored two. Yeah, it's, um, it is a changed lineup, and they've, obviously we've had international women's football during the week, so there's been games of plenty. But gee, they've looked fresh, and uh, they've put this Canberra side to the sword. Yeah, they have. Uh, it's it's been fantastic, mate. I mean, uh, we we hope the men can uh, can give us a, a double dose. Uh, of course, uh, they kick off at three o'clock. I've seen the starting eleven here. We've got Ollie Sale in goal, Tim Payne and Josh Laws, uh, se- uh, the centre backs, uh, Callan Elliott and. Uh, Maragas are the fullbacks. Uh, Alex Rufa, Clayton Lewis in midfield with Craig and David Ball, Barbarossas and Zavada. Uh, it's probably the strongest lineup they can they can put out there, minus Scott Wooten. Yeah, it is. Other than Wooten, who's out for a couple of weeks, we believe uh, this is a strong lineup. Stephen Ugarkovic might consider himself to be in the in the best eleven, but that's not how Ufuk Tale sees it. And with Craig back in today, having served that one match suspension, they've got all their sort of their big guns available, so to speak. Other than Wooten against the Central Coast Mariners side. That'll prove a, a pretty handy test for them. Uh, they sit above them in the A-League, and uh, we've been together once before here. Two all was the score, but on that day, I thought Central Coast, and as has been proven, went on to become sort of the better side in the A-League year to date. So this will be a good uh, benchmark test for Ufuk Tele's Wellington Phoenix. Yeah, it will be. What do you think it is that Nick Montgomery is doing at Central Coast that's working so well? Because, you know, they have probably the smallest budget in the league, but uh, they are, he's really getting a tune out of the squad. Yeah, he is. He's getting uh, the best out of uh, a squad that doesn't look um, outstanding. I think up front they've had good variation. Tulio a little dribble, that always makes a difference for them. So he's a, he's a good player to watch. But as you run through the names, Storm Rue, the uh, all-white plays for them. Uh, Bukovic and goal, we know plenty about him. Brian Kaltek, he got around the local leagues here in New Zealand before getting his first A-league start with Central Coast. So he gets the best out of his players. A bit like Ufuk Tale, seems to get the best out of whatever side he dishes up. So that's why I see this such a good test for the uh, the Wellington Phoenix today. Yeah, I mean, as I've said, you know, like what you see on paper with Central Coast is not what you get on the field. So, uh, and, and Central Coast, have, like I think it was last season, really gave the Phoenix a, a lot of problems. How do you think Ufuk Tale um, gets the best out of this team and, and we can get three points here? 
Well, I think the, the problem for the Phoenix in the full, sort of first uh, stanza of the league, if you like, was their defensive displays. They were conceding too many goals. The last couple, they've gone uh, clean sheet, clean sheet. So I think that will be the key to them again today. I don't expect Talley to throw caution to the wind. I think he'll continue to build a side that becomes hard to beat. And uh, with the likes of uh, Krajev and Zalata getting amongst the goals, sharing five apiece at this stage, he's probably going to back himself to get a goal. So I think it'll be a disciplined looking start for the Phoenix. They'll try and just be tight and play their football. Both of these sides will try and play decent football, so it should be a game that's relatively easy on the eye. Yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Looking forward to it. Uh, Chody, should uh, well, I've got you, ask you, because you're going to be sitting next to Daniel McCarty. Your two t- teams uh, in the EPL clashed overnight, Liverpool <laughs> and Chelsea. Uh, a great mid-table battle, ninth versus 10th. Uh, finished nil all. What did you make of that? Oh, look, I watched it, and uh, I think in commentary they were saying it's two sides that look like they're playing ninth and 10th. There wasn't a hell of a lot of quality on show. I thought Chelsea were probably the better of the two, definitely in the first half, um, but it's two sides that are out of sorts. Chelsea spending all sorts of dough to change their roster, and, and to be fair, both sides have a, a, an injury list as long as your arm, but they definitely look like two sides that would be battling to hit top four in Champions League football, and that's both of those clubs' ambition. Liverpool and Chelsea out of the Champions League would be a, a huge upset. If you'd said that at the beginning of the season, you would have got good odds for it, but on that display, neither side looked like they're sort of in the middle of a comeback or a renaissance. They were both sort of as, as good or as bad as each other. Yeah, it was a result that did no favours for either of them. Um, I've got to say, you know, it almost looked like a game that Klopp didn't want to lose rather than a game you tried to win. Some of the changes that yeah, he made. At Anfield, yeah, look, at Anfield as well, it just wasn't a Liverpool sort of like performance. Um, I think I read in one of the pieces afterwards, it was like a bit of a graveyard in terms of atmosphere. At the end of the game, uh, you could have heard a pin drop. It was silence all around. I think they all love Klopp as a manager. I think Liverpool really do like Jurgen Klopp as a manager, but he's just in, a, in the doldrums, if you like. Almost has to refresh the squad, I think, if he's going to sort of, sort of capture the imagination again of uh, those Liverpool fans because it should be a cauldron. It should be a place that uh, teams come and fear. Um, but if anything, it was a conservative-looking display from a Liverpool side that, as you say, might have been trying not to lose. Yeah, I mean, that, it looks like a squad that's all got old at the same time, uh, you know. And I, and I know they they let uh, Sadio Mane go in the off season, but I, I with the performances we've seen from him, I'm starting to wonder if they let the wrong player go. Yeah, I, look, I thought that at the time. I think Mane is a fabulous player, and uh, they didn't seem too bothered about losing him. I mean, Mo Salah has been their sort of go-to, but I think Sade Mane was every bit as good as Mo Salah. Salah's gone into a bit of a, a hole, so to speak, in terms of the goals. Um, they just haven't replaced him. They just don't look a side that has the, the front three that they've had in the past. And the midfielders, I think, where they're ageing. I think the midfield needs a refresh. Although they had the young boy, and I've just lost his name, uh, playing middle of the park today, who they do have big raps on. But it looks like a side, to me, Liverpool, that needs probably three or four players. Tell you what, Chelsea could probably give them a couple because they've signed everybody and anybody, to be fair. So uh, Liverpool fans, I think, will be a bit flat. Um, Chelsea fans will be saying it's a rebuilding season, um, but you don't get long in the Premier League to rebuild. So Graham Potter will try and turn his side around in the back half of the season. Remember, we're only halfway in the Premier League, um, given the World Cup break. So there's plenty of time, plenty of games for teams to go on a run.
Yeah, that is true. Uh, the, the concerning thing, if you're uh, Chelsea, though, is I think Todd Bowley has spent, since he's bought the club, something like 440 or £450 million pounds on players. If you miss out yeah. on the Champions League, uh, financial fair play could bite you in the bum, couldn't it? Yeah, oh, look, I, I'm not sure what he's thinking. And it seems to be signing players on big contracts for long-term deals. Um, so how they man, uh, manufacture, uh, if they fall out of that top four, um, how they manufacture um, a team without breaking those fair play rules, I just don't know how that's going to work for them. But uh, I've been telling them we've got Ted Lasso in charge. We've got sort of the American <laughs> owner who wants to spend uh, big time. He's, uh, he's just buying everybody. Although, look, uh, the two young guys, Felix, who got sent off in his first game, and Mudrick today, definitely look like they'll bring something special to the Premier League. So maybe there's a couple of winners in there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'll tell you, it was a big winner uh, and he needed one. David Moyes, 2-0 for West Ham over Everton. Um, as good a winner as it was for him, surely Frank Lampard's a dead man walking now. Yeah, I look, um, they, they're all calling for the sacking of the board, but I suspect it might be the coach that goes before the board at Everton. The fans are unhappy. Their run of results have been uh, terrible. You put this down as a must-win, sort of, for them. David Moyes, the same. He was under all sorts of pressure. A couple of goals to the end, though, a couple of goals to the good, and then probably sat in the second half. I had a, an eye on that one as well. West Ham, definitely good for the win. Everton, just not sure when the win, next win's coming, but Frank Lampard could well be uh, searching for a new job. Um, it wouldn't surprise you all to see them make the change because they now sit firmly in the relegation battle with West Ham, getting themselves just above it for the time being. Yeah, and just before I let you go, Chody, tomorrow uh, morning at 5.30, first versus fourth, Arsenal versus Manchester United. How do you see that playing out? Well, I would have said Arsenal a few weeks ago because I think Arsenal have been um, so good for their first position and, and, and they really are real contenders, you'd have to say, for the uh, Premier League title. But Man United have got themselves on a nice run. It just seems like Ten Hag has sort of got past the Ronaldo fiasco. He's come back from the World Cup and their side is humming along nicely. So I think it's finally in the balance. Uh, man, what a Man City, five points back, are they about mm. that? I think from, yep. uh, from from top spot. In some ways, a draw here would be a great result all round just to keep everyone in the mix. Because you'd have to say now, and I, I don't know that many people believe it, but I think Man United are back with a title tilt as well. So... Maybe it's gone from a two-horse race to a three-horse race. Yeah, we'll have to see, mate. All right, Chody, have a great call with McCarty, the Savo, mate, and uh, we'll look forward to tuning in at 2.30 for it. Yeah, looking forward to it. That game's just wrapped up, guys. 5-0, that's a fantastic result for the Phoenix women's side. Yeah, massive result, massive result for Natalie Lawrence and the team. Uh, thanks very much again, Chody. Uh, from 2.30, you can catch the commentary of uh, the A-League men's team uh, from the Wellington Phoenix up against the Central Coast.